0: Jacques Philippe assures us that we'll be able to tell if it's God or if it's the devil. Yeah. And and he assures us of this based on the fact that even when evil tries to mimic good, and it often tries to mimic good, right? It often tries to mimic good. You only need to go to the Scriptures to see that. Uh, What does Satan do? He quotes Scripture at the Lord, you (laughs) know?
1: week's episode of Living Fullness. I'm Stina Constantine and joining me on the podcast is Father Sean Burns. Each week you'll hear us chat about a range of topics from virtue to relationships, comments on cultural shifts and lessons that we're learning as we go along and we are always so happy to have you join us. So sit back and enjoy being part of a conversation with a couple of friends.
0: Hi Stina, how are you going?
1: I'm doing well, how are you?
0: Ah, I'm well, thank you.
1: That's the way.
0: What are we into today?
1: We are up to the final part of the book study in the School of the Holy Spirit by Jacques Philippe, part three. Part three.
0: Very cool.
1: This week we are talking about how can we know that an inspiration comes from God?
0: Cool. All right. Well, jumping right in.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: So Jacques Philippe talks about a number of criteria, a number of ways that we can know this. And and one of the things that he says is progressively acquiring a spiritual sense. Mm-hmm. And I like that word progressively, right? Because it means, look, trial and error.
2: Mm-hmm. You're going to stuff
0: up a little bit here mm-hmm. and there. That's okay. It's going to be progressive. You're going to learn. And and the more that we do some of those things that we were speaking about last week of sort of creating circumstances in which we might actually be able to listen to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit, the more that we will actually become attuned to that voice over time. Mm. Uh, so he talks about being able to recognise the, the voice of Jesus amidst the noise, sort of being attuned to his particular tone, that there's a certain gentleness, a certain purity, a certain power, a certain clarity. And at times we're not always going to get that right. Like It's, it's again, is gradual. It is something that's progressive. We do learn to recognise his voice as we are making our lives more consonant with receiving these inspirations. But at the same time, like I know, just as an example, well, I want to do something that is not in accord with the will of God. I know his voice Mm. calling me back. Mm. I know what that voice sounds like. Mm. Don't go there. (laughs) I know that voice. It's, It's a voice which is gentle, yet it is a powerful voice. A voice which calls to the deepest part of me. You know, so it's even that allows us to, to be attuned to okay, that's, I know God speaks to me, even if it's at the moment where I'm about to do something that's you know, not so crash hot. I know he's there. I know he speaks to me. And so I have something to go off here. You know? mm. And Jacques Philippe assures us that we'll be able to tell if it's God or if it's the devil. Yeah. And, and he assures us of this based on the fact that even when evil tries, to mimic good. And it often tries to mimic good, right? It often tries to mimic good. You only need to go to the Scriptures to see that. Uh, what does Satan do? He quotes Scripture at the Lord, you know? <laughs> uh, so uh, so, so definitely it mimics good or it tries to mimic good. We'll be able to tell because even though he tries to mimic good, he does not lead towards goodness. Mm. And I can remember a story of St. Francis, Francis of Assisi mm. that uh, a, a vision appeared to him, of someone claiming to be jesus right right and and there were things that didn't add up like there was there was there was a message that felt it felt wrong it wasn't it wasn't leading towards goodness and he's just like okay something's wrong here and he, he noticed that he didn't have the holy wounds in his hands and right. he said lord where are your wounds and immediately this apparition disappeared mm-hmm. uh you know and, and so he knew okay that's that is, yeah. it is not God, it yeah. is from the devil. In fact, he may have said something even more powerful than that, something like, you know, you know I, I know you are not the Lord. I, I can see that you do not have the wounds, mm. so, something to that effect. Mm. But, you know, it, it will never have the goodness of God about it. It will always lead towards destruction, disquiet, rather than things we've already spoken about, like peace, settle, sort of an interior interior settling. And uh, it sort of reminds us of John 10, 4, 5, uh, the sheep follow him, for they know his voice, they will not follow a stranger, but flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers you know, when we're when we're actually working to be receptive to the lord's voice and we actually start to hear that voice, we become familiar to it, yeah, it becomes familiar to us, mm. you know some aspects of it becomes familiar, and if it's not leading us towards the goodness who is God, will know it. Mm. We'll know it. At some point, we'll know it. It may not be at the beginning, but we will come to know it mm. because we know the voice of the Lord in some way, shape, or form. We've experienced his peace. We've experienced his joy. We've experienced his love. And that experience will come to our aid. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And God's not trying to complicate it either. Like he's not trying to leave no. breadcrumb clues no. No. for us to be able to hear what his voice no, is like no, and no. to be able to recognize it. Not him. at all. He's making it very at simple all. and
0: clear. Not <laughs> at all. Yeah, and this is the thing, like sheep don't have complex language, right? <laughs> right. We're not, uh, you know, and yet sheep know the voice of the shepherd. Mm-hmm. Well, similarly, we know his voice. As you said, we don't need to be on the lookout for clues. And that said, we may not always get it right. Yes. We may not always yes. get it right. But Jesus isn't playing a game here. Yeah. Like, he wants to make his voice clear. Yeah. He wants to make it clear to us. The more that we open ourselves up to him, Mm. the more clear it's going to be. Mm. Yeah.
1: And besides, the shepherd will go find you anyway. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. The nature (laughs) of the good shepherd. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So... Jacques-Philippe also goes into some very specific criteria for confirming that an inspiration comes from God, which the practical self in me just kind of absolutely digs. Nice, nice. <laughs> I get very excited about this. Yep. So there's going to be six things that we're going to mention which Jacques-Philippe talks about in his book. The first is external criterion. So what he's really talking about here is that God never contradicts himself. So if we're, being, if we're hearing something, we're sensing a particular call, in, much in that example that you just gave before, Padre, if there is a sense that it's going against God, mm. Mm. it's not of God because yeah. God will never contradict himself. Yeah. Number two, consistency with Holy Scripture and the teachings of the church. So actually being able to be consistent with what we know to yeah. be true both in scripture and from teachings from the church. If again, if something goes against, if there's an inspiration that goes against either one of those two, not from God. Yep. Number three, internal criterion. So, this is where we're talking about a tree being known by its fruits. Mm. So, he talks about fruits of peace, joy, charity, communion, and humility, and being able to recognize that an evil influence will. It will either produce no fruit, so there will be a tree, there will be roots there, will either produce no fruit or the fruit that it will produce will be a poisoned kind of fruit. It will be sadness, bitterness and pride. You won't get peace and joy. You won't find humility and communion and charity. You won't Mm. find love in there because evil is not leading you to those places. But also being mindful that this is a retrospect criteria yeah. too yeah so just being mindful that we're not being expected to be able to read the future no we can only do what is in the present and learn from the past
2: yeah
0: how good is god that he lets us do that
1: oh so generous oh, <laughs> it's awesome mercy yeah
0: yeah in similarly to this the the sort of the fourth uh, sort of criteria that he gives is building up our experience so learning from our mistakes. You know, they, they they say hindsight is twenty twenty. Well, well, it's 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 true. Hindsight gives us a bit of clarity, mm. and so we can see if an idea comes from God or from our own minds and wishes, and and, and that actually takes humility. It takes humility to go, you know, uh, yeah, that was actually just me. I just wanted that, or yeah, you know, I got duped. I got duped by 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 the kingdom of darkness. Mm. I got duped. Mm. All right, you know, like that that that. That takes humility to admit those things, because it's 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 really easy to be like, oh yeah, I'm star spangled awesome man, <laughs> you know, like I'm 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 a, I'm a pro at this thing, you yeah. know. Well, that's that's not going to build up our experience. What's well, going to build up our experience and our 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 understanding of God's voice in our lives and the the God's inspirations is is by looking back and going, I messed up there, and I'll learn from it.
2: Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Number five, he talks about discerning of spirits. So generally speaking, the spirit of God comes with joy, peace, tranquility, gentleness, simplicity and light. Whereas the spirit of evil brings sadness, trouble, agitation, Mm. worry, confusion and darkness. But it's really important that we not mistake uh, sadness that can lead towards repentance and God's mercy as that of evil. No. So that there is a kind of sadness that is meant to change our ways. Yes. Being able to recognise the distance that has formed Mm. between us and God. That Mm. is a different, there's a good and healthy sadness because it's leading us towards, Mm. back towards him. Whereas the spirit of evil's kind of sadness is only ever going to lead us towards self and isolation and spiralling downwards.
0: Right. Right. Right, it's 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 a sadness which is often sad at good, you know, a sadness at, at another's good or a sadness at a lack of good that that um, that we have, and how I wish I had that good, and leading to self pity. Yes, uh, and so that's that's uh, that's the kind of sadness that that that, that evil. Yeah. E- evil tends to yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. it's to simply put it, this, the sadness that is meant to lead us to God, the good kind of sadness, will lead us towards someone, will lead us yes, towards yes. God. Whereas the evil kind of sadness will lead us towards isolation, away uh, absolutely, from Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. At all times. Uh, God is the God of relationship, yes. right? So so anything that is of God will, will lead us towards connection. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: In a similar kind of way with agitation as well, I think we also need to make a distinction that there is a kind of agitation that comes from evil influence and from mm-hmm. evil spirit versus a kind of agitation that happens because we're actually leading a kind of life that's not good for us yeah. and God challenging that by allowing certain things to happen that ruffle things up a bit, mm. shake things mm. up, make us go, "What? what is going on? That yeah. kind of agitation is good because, again, it's leading towards goodness. It's going to bear yeah. good fruit.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The sixth sort of criteria that he gives is what he calls complementary signs. And these he calls, he, he gives the name of constancy and humility. Uh, so in this regard, he gives a, a number of of pieces of advice he says firstly we shouldn't be overly hasty in following an inspiration why because god is consistent and he imprints our hearts our souls with a deep sense of humility Mm. so we ought not be quick in following uh, an inspiration if an inspiration is there we don't need to immediately be like ah inspiration boom okay i'm after god is consistent if that inspiration is of the lord it will continue mm. often Satan himself is a fragmented creature right he he is deeply fragmented because he hates his own being because it's a it's a testament to the glory of God yeah. and, and so the hatred of his own being whenever we see sort of a fragmented following of this inspiration that inspiration this inspiration there's there's a disquiet there mm. and and, and it, it's good to ask okay is this is this a uh, is there something going on in my in my biological world, mental health world, or something like that that needs addressing? Or is there an influence of evil here? Whereas God is always consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, there will be uh, this, this thing will, will, will remain. This inspiration will, will continue to be present in our lives. We don't need to be immediate in the way that we respond. Uh, we can actually, God wants us to take time to discern because that enables us to become even more familiar with his voice as we undertake that discernment. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, 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 there's a sense of humility there as well. In in so far as it takes humility to remain, it takes humility to genuinely discern an in, an influence of of, of God or, or an inspiration of God. Are we obedient to this particular inspiration? Do we? So it's it's it takes a, a great deal of, of humility to recognise God's action in our lives to recognize that he's actually calling us to a particular a particular inspiration he's calling us to a particular action or to a particular decision or choice in our lives and to actually obey that inspiration to 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 hear it to see it there to see its consistency and to go okay number one i'm not just going to jump at it i'm going to wait because i can because lord that's what you're asking of me Mm. you're asking me to discern you're asking me to accept that I don't know everything and I don't need to know everything and, Lord, that is okay. I can deal with that. And, Lord, if you are asking me to do this thing, I will say yes. Yeah. You know, and, and that takes that, that level of obedience and humility mm. you know, to accept where Jesus wants us to be, mm. either in the stage of discernment, of asking, of inquiring, talking with the spiritual director, or of, of okay, are we at action phase at this point? Like, mm. do I need to make a decision, a choice here right now? And if so, Lord, I choose it because it's something that you want. Mm. Um, and even if I've made a mistake, even if hindsight's come along and I've 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 messed up, I've made a mistake. I know you're still with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: So one of the questions that Jacques sort of proposes made me giggle, and it's the question of is God's will always the choice that is most difficult? And it made me giggle because I can relate. <laughs> I feel like I've asked this question before like why do you keep making it so hard but the reality is it actually says less that question says less about God and more about mm. me who's asking the question. what it's really saying mm. is not that God God is choosing the hardest path for us to walk but it's hard because we're resisting yeah we're resisting what he's actually got in store for us which includes the goodness. That he has mm. because somehow we've concocted this idea or a certain belief around what we should be attaining or what kind of goodness should look like, what it, what kind of way that's, ways that it should present itself mm. in our lives. And mm. so if it doesn't look the way that we think it should look or we expect it to look, then we kind of don't want to go that way. We want to pick a different path. Right. Right. Than the path that he's actually choosing and wanting for us to yeah, walk.
0: Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and look, the more that we, the more that we journey with the Holy Spirit, the more that we journey with God, the more that He expands our hearts. We made this point in a previous episode that, you know, the more that we that we walk with the Lord, the more that our hearts are able to actually receive His love uh, and become attuned to His love. Mm. The more that we follow His inspirations the lighter they become. And I feel like that that passage from Scripture, come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon your shoulders and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. Uh, you know, that's that this is the, the this is the light yoke. This is the light burden. Uh, the the choice that God has made for our lives, for our hearts. Uh, something which is it a suffering? Yes. Does God want us to suffer? No. Mm but he does want to demonstrate to us his love for us. He does want to demonstrate to us that he's always with us and he will bring some good out of this evil that he's allowing, out of this hardship that he's allowing, uh that is going to be so glorious that what was seen as suffering has a certain lightness to it. Mm. Uh because we've through that, we've come to know him better. You know, he's 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 not just an idea at this point.
2: Mm.
0: He's he appears as the most important person who, who, who makes this burden bearable.
1: I mean Jacques goes on to answer the question himself by saying God's will is where there is maximum love but not necessarily maximum suffering. There is more love in resting in trust than making ourselves suffer through worry mm-hmm. which I think is such clarity and also like a yardstick yeah. of what, what to expect and what to look for. As we're discerning where is God calling us to, I, I absolutely love it because this talks about moderation mm. as well. So sometimes we can get caught up in this space of taking on too much suffering, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not because God's called us into it, but because we've kind of created it. Yep, yep, <laughs> we've yep, drawn yep, it. Yep, because we want you know all these penances in our lives in the hopes that that's gonna that's gonna make us more holy, which we've talked about. Before, like that's not what makes us holy. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's not yep. the things that we do. All it does is rob us of our peace. Right, right. <laughs> or we tell ourselves that you know things like, oh, this this isn't my fight. Like maybe there's an injustice going on, whatever it is that might be happening, that we kind of just have to, you know bow down and accept right, whatever right. suffering is happening. But actually maybe maybe there's a battle to be had here yeah, because, yeah. you know, some injustices actually need to be rectified. Right. Not all of them need to be just accepted as they are. Yeah. Some of them need to be fought. But the way that we're going to discern what to do is to ask that question of, well, where is the maximum love? Yes. Which he talks yes. about in page 58. Where is it? If we can let that be our guide, then we can know where God actually is. Yeah. Because wherever the maximum love is, that's where God is. And if that's where he is, then that's where he yeah. wants to
0: draw us into Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's it's sort of sometimes I think God sits there and just goes, Why are you making this more difficult than it needs to be? <laughs> like 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 okay. Yeah, look, I I, I said Take up your cross and follow me. Yeah. I didn't say create more crosses and follow me, right? That's not what I said.
1: Or create, uh, our you own know, path. Or,
0: or create your own path yeah. and drag a cross along that path yeah. and say you're following me. Yeah. It doesn't work, right? <laughs> take up the cross I'm asking you to take up, and, and and it will be light on the basis that you're following me. You know, and and whether it, that that's that's the beauty of the crosses that Jesus asks us today. Is that their crosses that he has, he allows us to endure because he knows that we can and he knows that he will bring goodness from it, love from it. But if we create our own, <laughs> and we're like, yes, I'll throw this one into this one into this one. Into, and he's like, I, I see him as like a painter's kid coming in and being like, oh, I'll fix this here and I'll do this here. And meanwhile, the painter's like, go away. <laughs> I'm trying to do this work. And Jesus is like, don't go away, but just. Just don't create your own crosses yeah. here. Here, here's this one yeah. that I know that you can carry. With my help, you can carry it, mm-hmm. and great things will come from it. Mm-hmm. But just this one here. Yeah, it's for you. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you don't uh, need um, all these other ones. But yeah, also, as yeah. soon
1: as you have put paint on here, I'll make it work. I'll make it.
0: I'll make it work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But also at the same time, you know, it's it's as you say, being able to fight that which is unjust and seeing that that there's there's. Just because something bad has happened doesn't mean it's a cross.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, you know, that, that that it's it's not romantically a cross from God. Sometimes it's 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 an injustice that we're called to rectify. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and which can be a cross in itself, but yeah. but but we shouldn't just assume that it's a, it's 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 a cross that we're meant to silently suffer. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: But, but also asking ourselves the question too, what is what is our cross and being able to deter, discern the yeah. difference yeah. between yeah. what is simply just hard or challenging. Yes. It's not everything that's yes. hard and challenging is a cross. No, exactly. <laughs> Some exactly. of them are just prices right. of growth. They're, that's they're, right. not, yeah. they're not meant to yeah. cause suffering or anything. No, kind. no, exactly.
0: Exactly. And this is where that measure that you that, that, that Jacques Philippe talks about comes in, right? Which is where is the maximum love? Mm. You know, there you will find your there you'll find the cross. There you'll find your the 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 cross that you are actually meant to carry. Yes. Uh, so the goodness will 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 be wrought from it. Mm. In terms of our our Jacques Philippe talks about our our reactions to to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit and and he makes the point that uh, on page 59 one small act of obedience can sometimes cause us to make more progress spiritually than years of effort according to our own plans. Uh it's 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 so true. I mean there there are stories of the ancient desert fathers where where you know there's there's a, a <clears throat> One story of a of an Egyptian woman who converts on her deathbed, and in the moment of her conversion uh this this desert father, I think it might have been anthony said she is she was at the moment of her death, she was more saint than the greatest of saints that in that one moment everything changed for her mm. you know she made more progress uh in, in that one moment than 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 anybody could have ever actually imagined i think that's that's you know uh, one small act of obedience to God can be so so powerful and can have so much progress for us spiritually, than years of trying to work things out on our own, than years of trying to create our own crosses or create our own our, our own penances and curate our spiritual lives ourselves. You know, and uh, and and look, the, the other thing he he points out is that when we face an unusual but not so important inspiration, um, you know based on the, the previous sort of, um, uh, criteria that we've provided, um, make a decision with promptness based on the virtues of goodwill. And, and, and if it turns out that it wasn't the right choice to make, well, don't worry. <laughs> it was, it, it's learning opportunity. Move on. Because it's, okay, it's unusual, but it's also not so important. Mm. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's nothing that hinges on on, you know, uh, moral life or vocational discernment or like it's 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 a unusual request with a uh, uh, or an unusual inspiration with a low rate of importance as mm, well mm. uh, so I mean w- one of the things that I can think of as a training day for speakers that I put on ages ago uh, I-, I can remember that 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 coming to me as a as, as a bit of an inspiration and going well this seems a bit strange I've not really thought about this before. It doesn't seem like I'm necessarily the right person to do it. But why not? You know, it's in keeping with the, the, mm. Mm. the, the, the general virtues of, uh, you know, and, and a sort of goodwill in general, so mm. why not give it a shot? You know, it's, it's, it's a worthwhile endeavour to take up. Mm. When it's an important inspiration, then we mustn't decide with haste. We must submit to a spiritual director you know, and, and, and take it to one or two people for advice and then make a decision. Don't sit and go in circles, though. Because that only increases the confusion, this is where I talk about. and I've talked about it a few times before. The OPDs, right? Yeah. The order of Perpetual Discernment. <laughs> I'm, I'm still discerning, Father. Yeah. Just make a choice. Yeah. yeah. Just make a decision. What if I choose wrong? Uh, Don't worry. We'll tell you. Yeah. You know, like or you'll tell us. Yeah. Like, like yeah. one way or the other, we'll figure that out. It's yeah. all good. Just you'll have make an
1: opportunity to rectify choice. it. Just
0: <laughs> right. Just do something, yeah. man. So. You know, it's it's uh, whether it be a cross, whether it be a decision about the future, whether it be a decision about a moral matter, whatever it might be. Uh, if it, if it's of a serious nature, don't make a big don't make that big decision hastily.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but at the same time, don't ruminate forever. Yeah. Be asking people's advice. Be asking the advice of a spiritual director. Take action. And finally, in regards, he he talks about our response to grace and and. He makes the point. Look, if you look back and you see all of the times that you've been unresponsive to grace, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. You because know, God has no interest in causing our hearts to be afraid.
2: Mm.
0: No interest at all. When that kind of fear is not the spirit of God working. Yeah. 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 You know, that's that's the spirit of the evil one at work.
2: Mm. Uh,
0: when we look back and we see that that uh, we've we've messed up, we've not been responsive to god's grace all it is is an invitation from god to look back and go hey where did things go wrong there all right let's try it better in this you know, <laughs> or in this run you know and, and and that's it's god is in page 63 god is always ready to lift us up again he is merciful he is good his mercy is unchallenged and everlasting We need not be afraid.
1: Awesome. Well, there you go. That's a three-part book study on In the School of the Holy Spirit by Jacques Philippe. We hope you've enjoyed being able to study this little book filled with gems. Yes. Yes. And, I mean, there's a whole, like, appendix yes <laughs> that's also filled with gems gems, that we've not even
0: gems galore man but yeah
1: every yeah. page i was like what
0: yeah <laughs> what? yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> what is
1: all this brilliance? absolutely so definitely worth reading yeah. reading that yeah. as well that we obviously not touched if you haven't already make sure you also jump over to patreon for that behind the scenes section from last week where padre shared the story in case you missed it make sure you go and check that out um but before we go, a truth, beauty, and goodness.
0: No worries, you go first.
1: Oh, sure. the <laughs> truth, beauty, and goodness for the week was actually a meditation that I did on the sorrows of Mary. I was recently meditating on, you know, the pain that she would have felt as she held Jesus' body, um, having been brought down from the cross. Mm. Um, and I just had this moment of just kind of recognizing her pain mm. and. Noting that, you know, my sins caused that pain, the pain that an ache that she felt. And there was like a sorrow mm. for me for that. And I'd not sort of experienced that with well, her. I've, spe- I've experienced that with Christ. Sure, sure. Not really with her in that sort of sense. Um, but then the following morning, what was really beautiful is that I normally join, there's a group of women across the gro- globe who joined years and years ago. Um, and pray for each other. And mm. this group of women were praying together this particular morning and, and I'd been to church that morning and I'd come home and I noticed they were still on this call. So thought, oh, well, I'll jump in. I normally miss it because of mm. time difference. But um, I thought, oh, I'll jump in. And sure enough, they'd actually been praying on the seven sorrows of Mary. Oh. <laughs> and I'd just come in at the last point where um, they were meditating on Jesus being laid in the tomb. So I just kind of had this like beautiful sort of tie over from it um and the the meditation that i'd had which tied mm. over beautifully for the next oh, beautiful. morning with the prayers of these oh, women beautiful. were praying so mm. that was mine for the week what about yours
0: a shotgun wedding <laughs> come again yes right so so um uh, occasionally it's required that we do um what's called a wedding transfer so one priest is no longer able to do the wedding that he has been preparing a couple for and so the wedding gets transferred to a different priest mm-hmm. and uh the uh so I, I got this couple a week out of their <gasps> of their wedding, uh, and and they were cool with it. They were like, yeah. "Yeah, look, you know, things happen, and that's yeah, okay." Yeah, yeah. So you have got this wedding now, father. And yep, absolutely. Let's let's roll with this, guys. And you never know, like like in that circumstance, you don't know what you're going to what you're going to encounter. Like, how prepared are they? It's it's all sorts of stuff that you just you can't know mm. because even if the preparation that the the priest has done is actually you know like awesome awesome mm. cakes, rock mm. rock solid preparation. It doesn't necessarily mean that the couple. Couple, uh, thank you. Brain fried. It doesn't necessarily mean that the couple have have been as receptive as possible. Or, like I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff in there. These guys were awesome. <laughs> These guys were awesome. Like they told me about how they how much they enjoyed the preparation and they did the course and they were like, "Yes, this is great." And, and they're like, "We want to find out more about Jesus." And <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Cool. Let's get you married. Let's also talk about the RCIA. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So so it was um, it, it was just fantastic. Like they, they were s- such people of goodwill mm. uh, and a really, really beautiful wedding. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah.
1: Love it. Yes. Very
0: good. That brings us to the end of our three part book study.
1: Yeah. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode. We will catch you again next week. But as always,
2: love our love. God bless.